Tonight's episode is brought to you by the Be Real Podcast Network. For more episodes like this, go to breelnetwork.com. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another fun-filled episode of For Your Distraction. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Adam, and sitting across from me, Scott. How are we doing today? I'm a little bit under the weather, weather, Adam. See, I can't even talk. I know it's going to be a rough one. Yeah, I'm stuffy. Got a cold, but I'm going to soldier on. This is the little podcast that could. <laughs> you made me think of. Did you ever see the movie Major Pain? Of course. You remember remember the story about the little engine that could? He told that little boy. Yeah, <laughs> remember that? Yeah. <laughs> There's a monster in my closet. Boom, boom. Well, if he's ain't if he's in there, he ain't too happy. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie in years. Chugga 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 chugga. Woo woo. Not even when Charlie <laughs> came over the hill. <laughs> yeah, man. C4 all over the train tracks. So. Before we get in the beer of the show, okay, I I want to run a little theory by you about something. A Not theory. really a theory, but like a way of looking at the world. Ever since our current president was elected back in November, um, and I didn't come up with this idea to, to a way to look at it, but there was a podcast I listened to recently who uh, had said this in an interesting way of looking at it. And here's how it is: Do you believe in the multiverse theory? I you do. Believe, you do? I do. You do? Are you going to say that we're on the darkest timeline right now? <laughs> we are. <laughs> I think we are on the darkest timeline. So, For those of you that don't know anything about the multiverse theory, and I don't know how you can, it's the theory that there's an infinite number of universes out there, and there's an infinite number of worlds, infinite numbers of me, infinite numbers of you. There's one world where I'm gay on my knees sucking dick. Some could say it's me now, but I would disagree. <laughs> um, no. And the way they said it was... Like, when the election happened and Donald Trump got elected, that's the moment that two Earths split from each other in history. And one Earth, Hillary Clinton, is president. And the other Earth, Donald Trump, our universe is president. And the way he explained it, it's like in a movie, is what he said. Like, we're, like, in the middle of a movie. Like, we got, like, the crazy out there universe. It's like that crazy celebrity is president now. And if we were in the normal universe, it'd be like, oh, normal politician in presidency, you know, normal lives and everything. And then a freaking just split what happened in the universe. Somebody would step through and they'd see Donald Trump yelling and, uh, you know, camera people and stuff like that. And be like, what the fuck did I just walk into? Friend of mine on uh, social media posted a meme. I love some of these dank memes that are going around. That's one good thing you could say. About Donald Trump's America. We get some dank memes out of the whole thing. And Listen, a buddy of mine posted this, and it was a picture of Bernie Sanders with a, with a blue tie, and he had an American flag lapel pin, and he's kissing a baby, and it says, Somewhere on the good timeline, President Sanders just made college free and health care for everyone. <laughs> I couldn't kick out of that. <laughs> Say what you want about Trump. He's great for content. He is great for content. Saturday Night so, Live is doing so well. I saw so the well I Trump. saw the Melissa McCarthy skit uh, where where like, she's uh, Sean Spicer. Yeah, <laughs> she's so good at it. So, I guess Rosie O'Donnell's gonna come play Steve Bannon. Really? Yeah. 
the Breitbart oh guy. Yeah. Oh, of course. Alec Baldwin as Trump is excellent. Oh, they're doing a great job. It's some of the best Saturday Night Live I've seen in in years. Probably de- probably a good decade. And of course, we have our good buddy president uh, tweeting about how it's bad TV. <laughs> bad form, sir. You are president now. It's time to it's time to it's time to hang up the Twitter roll. Like really? And you know, worry about like okay. He wor- we talked about it before um, a couple episodes ago that Schwarzenegger and Trump are just having all these Twitter battles, just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And it culminated in Schwarzenegger making that video that he put out saying, tell you what, Trump, since you since, you know, you're such an expert in the ratings and you worry so much about it. Why don't we switch jobs and I'll run, I'll run the country and you can worry about the ratings since you're such a master of it and stuff. And I'm thinking to myself, like. What was the every president goes to this thing? It's like this big dinner thing where they they go to. It's like this Christian uh, the prayer national prayer, day of yeah, prayer. The pra- yeah. yeah the prayer dinner whatever yeah, it is national day of prayer and dinner the president usually gets up and says some words and stuff. And apparently during this whole thing, like most of what he talked about was Schwarzenegger and the Apprentice. Yes, and I'm thinking to myself like he's so much more worried about that than. Like taking care of the country, like he needs somebody needs to like sit him down and be like, now, Mister Trump, we need to get our priorities I in just, check. Like, like a Saturday Night Live comes on on Saturday night on NBC, and the guys he's always in front of his television set. He doesn't care what's going on in the Middle East or North Korea. He's worried what's happening on this television set. He reaches down into his adult diapers, grabs his excrement, and throws it at the television set when Saturday Night Live comes on from his place in mar-a-lago in florida because he's never every weekend he goes to his place in florida like what a now mess. well now the taxpayers can pay for that so why mm-hmm. wouldn't he do that like what do you think about the whole melania thing where like she's gonna be not going to the white house she's gonna stay in like trump tower or whatever yeah. it was and like now we gotta pay for multiple protections and because she's gotta stay in trump tower for whatever reason because she's a businesswoman question mark anyway i thought it was funny it reminded me of the movie the one remember that whenever uh that it was a, jet lee uh, yeah a jet lee movie yeah <laughs> jet lee and it was about the multiverse say, a kung fu movie. yeah and it was about the end it was the theater yeah and yeah, it was interesting it was interesting and jet lee is playing a character who he's traveling across the multiverse to kill the doppelgangers and every time he kills when he gains more and more power each time yes and the movie starts out with jet lee's doppelganger as a prisoner being transported and on the tv you see in the background al gore i think i think it was al gore as yeah. president and i remember watching that when it first came out and i'm like what the fuck's going on like that's nuts and then i realized what was going on i was like oh that's fucking clever yeah yeah I do remember that and i've told you this a million times and on this show probably a million more <laughs> i want you to watch dan Harmon's series community I think you would really like it. They talk about the dark timeline and the good timeline really? on that show, and they end up having to come together with with the dark them's from the other timeline. That one, of, like the Jeff Winger, he loses an arm. It's hilarious. It's hilarious. You you would love this show. Like you I said, I probably show. would. I've got too much to watch I right know. now. I've been I've been I've been binging uh, season four of Arrow at the moment. That's some okay TV right there. Yeah. Freaking, you know, you know, ruined it. Berenstein Bears ruined it. They that that time travel. The Berenstein Bears. The Berenstein Bears. God damn it. Berenstein Bears yeah. ruined it. They 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 fucked with time. 
Well, on that note, I've got a surprise for you, my friend. No shit. It is time for the beer of the show. I'm thirsty. And you, sir, I've got it. This is the five. This is the five. This is the five. You're going to give this beer a five. Am I now? Yes, you are. Now, I had to think. Listen, don't get my hopes too high. Okay? I had to think outside the box here. I did. I had to be a little unconventional. Here. I'm already intrigued. I so, love. I love the unconventional. Yo, so sit tight. Hold on. Let me go grab. Because I'm hiding it from you. I didn't want you to see it when you walked in. I'm hanging on to my asshole, as Samuel Jackson said in Jurassic Park. Uh. So. <laughs> okay. So you know they sell different versions of these that are different flavors and stuff, right? So this is what I want to say about it before before we tell the listeners what beer I got. I had some listeners to the show say to me, people who don't live near us, they say, hey, we love the show. We like the beer, beer of the show segment. We want, we want to drink the beers that we hear about on the show, but you do a lot of micro brews and craft beers from you guys' area, you know, western Pennsylvania, eastern Ohio. We can't get them in Maryland, in Oklahoma, in California, in Canada, like where these people are telling me. He's like, you need to do a little bit more of a popular beer that you can get at other places. I like that idea. So I, like I thought, yeah. I, I, I also I, like the fact we've got listeners not from this area. It, yeah. means, it means we're branching I, out. I, I, see your, I said, I see your point, guys. I said, I, we like craft beers. We like the small brewers. We want to support local. But we also wanted to cater to our listeners. So, Adam, today's beer is not a small beer. No, it's, Today's no, beer it is of the not. show is Yingling Traditional Lager. Yes, it is. America's oldest brewery from Pottsville. Yeah, Pottsville, Pennsylvania. I went there once. My mouth is watering at and the moment. And I know when you and I go to bars and they're like regular bars, dive bars, or whatever, maybe they don't have a big selection of craft beer. This is your beer of choice. It is my go-to beer you every get it a lot. single time. You get it a lot. So I know you like this beer. You're going to give it a five. <laughs> so, I, I'm, I'm going to have a hard time not doing it. So so go first, my friend, because I'm thirsty too. Uh, i got to crack it open first. So I don't know where is the... Dude, it's, it's Yingling. You don't need an opener. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's a twist-off, Listen, bro. we never have... We've never had a twist-off in this show. I keep forgetting, okay? It's a twist-off, I keep... Bro. I, yeah. I forgot. We're not, we're not used to that. Like, you even needed to sample it. Look at you. The sultry goodness that is Yingling. The taste, the just... Oh, my God. If you go out east in Pennsylvania, like Philly, the Philly area, Harrisburg, Philly... They just call it lager. You say, give me a lager. They give you this. It's because it's It's from out there. It's from out there. So they don't, it's, if you're going to drink a lager, you're only going to drink this. It's perfect. That's why. This is perfect. It's the perfect tasting beer. Now, I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. It doesn't have the wow factor I usually expect from a beer of the show. Okay, it doesn't like like I said when I do the beer of the show. Usually we get the microbrews. We we get something unique. I always expect something that's not only tasty but has something unique, a little twist to them, a little kick, like a little little M Night Shyamalan to them is what I'm gonna say. What I'm gonna call it. This doesn't have that because it's a lager. It's a traditional lager, but it's a perfect lager. It is a perfect I see a twinkle in your. It's eye. a perfect lager. The first time I tasted this beer, 
I was it was magic. Basically. When's the first time you tasted it? I don't remember. I'm oh. not gonna lie to you. It's 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 so long ago. I do not remember. Um, I remember the first. I remember the first beer I ever had, uh, courtesy of you. Yes, sir. Paps Blue Ribbon. Yes. Um, but you should have given it a five. No, but <laughs> no, sir. That's a terrible beer. It's a great college beer, but it's a horrible. The hipsters have taken over my PBR, by the way. <laughs> I know. Not not too happy about that. But hey, we're not worried about the past. We're on to Yingling. Every time I see this label. Every time I see this label, With the bald eagle, the bald eagle, and the nothing and the, says America. The barrel, the it's just the, the design, the color, the, the the sand tan sunish color. It's been the same label since eighteen twenty nine. It has. It's every time I see <laughs> that, I'm like, I'm gonna have a good time. I'm gonna have a good time, Scott. This is my five. Yes, this is five. <laughs> the five spot. Oh We've God. done it. We've done it, folks. It does. Oh, it doesn't matter, Scott. Do, 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 this beer will make me happy every time. <laughs> I've done it. I, I've slayed the you dragon. You did it. You cheated, but you did I it. Cheated. You cheated, but you did it. So, hey, what did James T. Kirk do? He reprogrammed he, the, the, the test. Yes. You cheat to win. It's all about winning. <laughs> So you're giving this a five. I can't not. I can't not. It's it's perfect for me. Like it's it's tasty. It's not heavy, but it's not too light. It's not too watery for me. It's it's doesn't sit at the bottom of my stomach. It's just it quenches my thirst. Like not too many beers quen- I usually drink beers because I like beers and I get a little bit of a buzz on, but they more often than not they don't quench my quench my thirst. This is like I this takes me back to when I ate beef. And I hamburgers have a hamburger and a yingling, amazing. I don't. For those of you that don't know, I don't eat. He's a vegan beef. now. No, I just eat. I or at least I'm trying to just eat bird and fish at the moment. It's so like chicken, salmon, things like that. So, chicken sandwich though, chicken sandwich and a yingling, amazing. Fried chicken and yingling, not healthy for you, but it's pretty damn good. <laughs> All right, so. I got a few yingling stories. Um, There was a time in my younger days where I would have given this beer a five. It it was at one point my favorite beer. Now in my older age, I've sampled some good craft beers that I think are way better than yingling. I think yingling is just kind of meh. Not to mention... They have done some pretty questionable business decisions. Uh, just recently, the Yingling Company, who the, it's the Yingling and Sons Company, which actually is run. There's no more sons left. It's the daughter who runs it. Kind of ironic, but they just busted up their union. They're very that's an- unfortunate. Yes, they're very anti-union. They were one of the big people behind fighting the Affordable Care Act because they didn't want to give their workers health care. They didn't want to have to pay for that. And they supported Donald Trump for president. They donated a lot of money to the Republican Party. So that's that's not good in my book. So that's going to lose some points for me. Let me, ask, let me ask you this, Scott, though. Yes. Do you blame the child for the act of the parents? Can you blame the beer for that? Um, do you blame Do you blame Donald Trump's kids and hate them for what Trump does? 
No, you don't. You blame the beer for what the parent does. Fair enough, but the beer itself, as I said, is is just okay. Just okay. It's fair enough. There's, I can, there's no I can, wow I, to it. I can understand. I can understand that. Um, because of those things, we'll. St- I'm on the fence, but real, real quick story. Real quick story I want to get into. So this is fun. This is funny. Buddy of mine was getting married, and uh, he isn't much of a big time partier. Especially his fiance. She basically told him, you know, for your stag party, for your bachelor party, I don't care what you do, but if there's strippers, if there's naked women, just stay there because there's not going to be a wedding. So. Yeah, she was kind of one of those controlling type. So needless, to, needless to say, he he kind of said to us, "Hey, we're not going to go crazy for this for this party, this bachelor party." But he wanted to do something. So there was about eight or ten of us that got together, and what he wanted to do. It may sound lame when I'm explaining it, but if you know the guy, it's right up his alley. There was a brand new Chinese restaurant that opened <laughs> up in town, and it, and. I love me some Chinese, but uh, Chinese don't beat a stripper. Well, well, unless it's a Chinese stripper. <laughs> so. so it was an old Ponderosa Steakhouse. You remember Ponderosa Steakhouse? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, it, it closed I, down. I, you know what? I love their buffet they had there. I used to, that was my good, like, they weren't great. But that was well, like my far from great. That was my, my go-to taco machine. You could have to oh, make your yeah. own taco. You make your own they taco weren't the greatest bar. tacos, but I could make my own. I could yeah. make as many as I want. Well, in town here, we had a Ponderosa Steakhouse, and it went under. I think the same time all the Ponderosas did across the country, and it sat vacant for a while. And then a Chinese eatery came. Best in. chocolate chip cookies you could ever have, though. Juicy, just soft, great chocolate man, chip cookies. Man, just give you a Yingling and a Ponderosa buffet, and you're a happy man. <laughs> This is the most redneck thing. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> wow. Damn, bro. I got fond memories okay, of things that have closed hey, down. That's, don't, that's fine. I'm not, I'm not going to be judgy. And I think I only got fond memories because it closed down. I think if it was still open, I'd be like, that place yeah. sucks. <laughs> it was. I didn't have good memories there, but it's okay. It's okay. I'm not going not gonna to be that way. But anyway, the, this Chinese restaurant moved into the old Ponderosa. I remember that. They didn't really change much. The name of it was called China a buffet. I remember that. We referred to it as China, a buffet. One unique thing about this Chinese restaurant, Adam, they had a liquor license. Not a full liquor license. You couldn't do shots or have mixed drinks. You get a beer. Beer and wine. And they had just opened up. He said, this, my buddy said, this is great. This is where I want to go. Let's all go there. Let's enjoy some great Chinese food. Let's have a couple beers, and then maybe we'll go to a bar afterwards, and yeah, that'll be fine. So we're like, okay. So we all go there. We sit down. The waitress comes by, and God, I don't want to. I don't want to come off racist at all because I'm, I'm certainly not. Scott, but, when it's funny, it's not <laughs> racist. Okay, okay. okay. So, so, so the that's the young rule. Young woman who was of Asian descent comes over to our table to greet us, and. A friend of mine asks, what kind of beer do you have? We're there to drink beer. I mean, it's a Chinese restaurant with beer. This is unique to us. We're going to go all in on this. We got beer. Yeah. So she it's... responds with, Bud, Bud Light, <laughs> Yingy, Mountain Dew, Pepsi-Cola, <laughs> so, Onion Chowder. So the, little, she little, said Yingy. Wayne's world. She said Yingy, and we lost it. 
Yingy. So we had to drink Yingy. Okay, so we went, that's it. One of us said, do you Mountain Dew beer? We're like, quit being a dick. Get Yingy and shut up. <laughs> so we all ordered Yingy. They bring us Yingy. Room temperature. Warm as piss. And I, I know Europeans can drink can drink warm beer, but we're Americans, and we didn't care for it that I way. I can do it, but it's not the greatest. All of us. Every one of them. So then we we powered it down, and we said, okay, let's get some. A couple other people ordered some Straub, maybe some Rolling Rock, PBR. We started getting different ones at that point. Every single beer we were getting, warm as piss. A friend of ours got up and used the bathroom. He noticed sitting over by the bathroom were stacks of cases of beer that he was watching waitresses come in and just pull it out of. They had no refrigeration whatsoever. Their beer was kept out in the middle of the restaurant, near the bathrooms of all places. <laughs> and yes, that that was And it's a and and it's a uh Chinese restaurant bathroom, so there's no way those bathrooms are clean. I'm sorry. It was just a bad experience. And, and that then, place closed down. Dude. It did it did. But we went to leave, and you know, we all paid our bill. Most of us had separate separate checks, and the waitress called us cheap. She said cheap because we weren't leaving enough of a tip. And I worked in a restaurant business, man. I tip well, but we had warm beer, and it was a buffet. Adam, we get up and we serve ourselves. Yeah, you don't, you, I, you I leave don't, a couple bucks at a buffet. I I stop tipping. I don't go to buffets that often, but I honestly we used to tip. We don't tip at buffets anymore. We don't. We don't bother because all like they like, clear they don't, the plates. Come on, you got to give them a couple bucks. They're busboys. They're not wait. They're not servers. They're busboys. And they so. get paid nothing. They get paid minimum wage. I'll leave a. I don't. If I go to a restaurant and it's even just okay service, I'm leaving at least at very least twenty percent. That's just that's just what I do. If I go to a buffet, I'm gonna leave a couple bucks, maybe ten percent. And that she called us out on that. I about lost it on this woman. I'm like, you didn't do a thing. You brought us warm beer. She did a bad job clearing our dirty plates. She did a like we had to serve ourselves. I was just very upset about that. And yes, the place closed down shortly later. But that's my story about Yingy. Yeah, that that building, nothing lasts there. Like nothing does. Every single time something opens in there, it closes down yeah, after a while. Whatever. And so, Yingy. No Chinese restaurant lasts in this area, too. Do you want to know why? Nothing beats Tops. Nothing beats Tops Buffet. Yingy. 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 I'm some Yingy. I am going to give Yingy, Adam, a 2.5. Right in the middle. That's fair enough. I can understand. I can understand I'm, why some people would be like, it's a bland beer. Why would you drink it? It's, uh-huh. I'm mad at them for what they do politically and how they treat their workers poorly. And I used to be young, and I thought it was an excellent beer. And now that I'm older and I have a more experienced palate, I think it's just an okay beer. But uh, you love it, and that's fine. That's fine. You're entitled to your own taste buds. Yes, I am. So here's to you, Adam, and your five. I finally did it. I feel great. This is a great way to start the show. It is absolutely a great way to start the show. So do you remember the rumors like a couple years ago? Uh, Top buffet that they were serving cat as opposed to chicken. 
Nah, that's just like a that's just a wives' tale. You would hear that, that every Chinese would restaurant. Would that stop you though? Like if if it was confirmed that some, not all of it, but some of the meat might have been cat. Like would it stop you from going there? Because that listen, listen, that chicken's fucking good. The General Tso's, the Phoenix chicken, black pepper chicken, chicken on a stick. That, that's some good ass chicken. And I mean, it's also a culture thing. Some cultures eat dog and cat. Like there, a lot of a lot of Asian uh, cultures eat dog actively. Like we eat pig. So, would it stop me? Would it offend you? And would it stop you? Um, knowing that you have a cat, knowing in your yes, house? I would not knowingly ever eat cat or dog, <laughs> but kind of an out of sight, out of mind thing. Yeah. For all I know, I have had cat or dog before at a Chinese restaurant, and they call it chicken, and they put enough General Tso's or sweet and sour or bourbon sauce or orange sauce, whatever, on it that I don't know. And if that's the case, yeah, it's out of sight, out of mind thing. But knowingly, no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Um, we used to know a guy we worked with years and years and years ago. He won. I'm not gonna say names. I'm gonna say we're gonna work because you know I don't know if he won his name mentioned on the show. But um, and I'd love to reconnect with that dude and get him on the show. Cool, cool guy. But he went to. I remember he went to. I think China for like a vacation thing. Him and his family they went. And he came back and he was talking about it and he said one of the things they did there was they ate dog because that's just one of the things they serve. They have sometimes. a dog they meat have... festival somewhere in Asia. I've heard about that before. Yeah. He has really tried to protest it big time. Yeah. So it was one of those things where there were certain people at work that were like, oh my God, you ate dog? That's horrible. Like, why would you do that? And I can understand his reasoning for it. He's like, it was basically like, it's it's the culture. Like, uh, like I, I wouldn't eat it again. I wouldn't actively eat it, but I tried it. It's just one of those things where it's like, they had it there. They they were make they were making the dog meat. They were making making it up like chicken and everything. And I only ate a little bit of it just to say I tried it. And I was like, I have a dog, a couple dogs, but I can respect that. I can respect that a little bit. They actively eat dog. I don't agree with eating dog. I don't agree with eating any intelligent animal for the most part. But I mean, I can respect trying it once. Um, I wouldn't have. I, I mean, that's fine that he did. I'm not. Again, I'm not going to be judgy on this either. If I was in his situation, I wouldn't have done it. I mean, I'm sure they had other things on the menu there. Um, then again, now that I think I went to Texas one time and I tried rattlesnake meat. I went to Florida and tried alligator meat. But did you ever try like? But dogs have like like what uh, what Jules says in Pulp Fiction. Dogs have personality. <laughs> I mean, you, that goes a long way. Per, that's saying something. So I, yeah, I don't think I would, man. I don't know. I don't. I can't, I can't say I would actively do it either. Only because, and like we said, it's a cultural thing. Like for example, we eat cow over here. India doesn't. India fucking worships cows. Mm-hmm. Like they they would never do that, and we're heathens to them because of that for the most part. But. Um, I don't know if I could do it either. Given the fact that I've grown up with dogs, I've lived with dogs. Could you eat like fried spiders and shit like that? Like you know some of those cultures that they they like fry up insects. I've and seen make yeah, like you, you watch. Uh, not talking about like Bear Grylls, how he eats the shit yeah. raw. I'm talking about like the uh, 
Andrew Zimmer, Anthony Bourdain, they go like crazy places. And it's like deep fried with like a sauce on it, like giant yeah, yeah. freaking cockroaches. I would probably try that. I probably would just to say I did. But that's un- that's different than a dog. I I wouldn't I wouldn't do a dog or a cat knowingly. It's a cultural thing, like you said. Yeah. I understand. I'm not going to judge other cultures for being different than us. I'm not going to do that. When I was like 14 or 15 years old, I went to Mexico with my family. And we went to a... Enjoy that time. We might not be able to do it soon. We went to a bullfight. <laughs> my family took me to a bullfight. Bullfighting is like the nas- national horrible. sport of Mexico. It's terrible. Well, I was young. I didn't know better. I went, I went with my family and I sat there in this bleachers and i watched what was unfolding before i saw you're like i saw looney tunes when i was a kid i know what's gonna go down no it wasn't anything like that (laughs) it's terrible yeah it's terrible i was sick to my stomach i can't i'm like mad that they drug me to that thing and it it was so not cool first of all they come out and they stab the shit out of the bull to start so it's already wounded and dying before they even put on the the show. Yeah. Like, you don't see that. You don't know that goes on. And then at the end, like, there's it has no, there's like seven people against this one bull. It's not just one matador out there with a red cape. Ole. There's like tons of them, man. They're... And then at the very end, this big fat shit comes out with a giant spear on horseback. And as the poor bull is panting, about to keel over, he stabs a motherfucker and, and ends it. And I'm just like, I, I was screaming profanities in English, and I, I was just, I hated it. I wanted to leave. It was it was a terrible, terrible experience, and I get it. It's part of their culture. But I wanted nothing to do with it. I thought it was <coughs> so horrible. I saw a video once of this tribe. I can't remember where it was from. Um, just a tribe of, like, an in- indigenous people. And when I say that, I mean they're, like, they live in, like, huts. And shit like that. They wear clothes, but they like live in huts. They live in like the wilderness. And so you automatically think they were naked, like like naked? No, they weren't naked. But I know, like, I know. But you were like, you had to tell me they were clothed. No, but I mean, was, I'm trying, was, I'm trying to paint a picture. Was I supposed to think, oh, they're automatically well, like National Geographic with the boobs out? For me, if somebody said like an indigenous tribe, I think, oh, loincloths and bow and arrows and shit like that. But they were like, there was like a small village, like jungle to jungle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think actually, great movie. <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. I don't, now that I think about it, I don't think it was a tribe, I think it was just a small village, but they were like, they would fend for themselves, hunt, and stuff like that. One of their delicacies, one of the things they grow up eating and they actively hunt, and they eat it all the time, tarantula. This type of tarantula that that exists in the woods. And it's a small village, so they sent out like a small group of hunters, and this dude that was filming it, he went out with them and watched them. They would catch a tarantula, they they would kill the tarantula, and they would bring it back, and they'd have like sacks of tarantulas, like a couple sacks of just tarantulas. And like I saw a little girl. When she would she took a they would eat it raw. They wouldn't cook it. They would just eat it raw. And it's apparently a great source of protein. And it's that's apparently healthy for you. Like she would she like she just grabs tarantula like it's fucking nothing, picks it up, pulls one of its leg off and just like squeezes the juice in her mouth. And like and then like throws the leg around and like bites into like its abdomen and shit. Oh my god. And I'm looking at that. I'm looking at like I would I, I would have I would have vomited. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I could ever um, eat an insect like even fried, like how they prepare it in some places, like fried up a sauce stuff like that. I bet I could. It's like an irrational fear of mine. So, speaking of irrational fears, there's something I'd like to get into, but 
There's one more point I'd like to make with the whole food thing. Um, we're talking about these people <clears throat> eating tarantulas. Uh, but think about if somebody watched the way that McDonald's processes chicken nuggets. There's probably people Horrible. in foreign countries that would be like, I'm not. I, I mean, I do I eat meat and fast food? Yeah. If I had to butcher my own cow or my own chicken, I'd be a damn vegan too. I couldn't do it. I oh, yeah. couldn't do it. Again, it comes back to the out of sight, out of mind thing for me. This is the last thing I wanted to say on that. So I hate to be judgy of the people who are eating spiders and, and cooking dogs when we do terrible shit to animals that it's okay to eat here. You know? Yeah. So who are we to be judgy? But you, you have irrational fears. Yeah. So do I. So do I. Before, before we... Uh... Get off the topic. You had mentioned that about how we treat our animals and how uh, we slaughter them and stuff like that. It's part of the reason why I don't eat beef anymore and don't eat pig because of the factory farming. So, <clears throat> but yeah, rational fears. So I have certain fears that are very unconventional. They're there's probably things I should never, ever be afraid of. But I want to ask you, Adam, if, if you're afraid of these silly things like I am. The first thing... So, have you ever been in a hot air balloon? No. So you don't know how to operate a hot air balloon? No, I've thought about hot air balloons many times yes. in my life. Yes, I have a terrifying fear that I would be in a hot air balloon by myself and have zero clue how to operate one. I mean, I've seen them on television and there's just like one thing and they go up and they go down. <laughs> how, how does the one thing, I feel like every person should learn how to operate a hot air balloon just for that random occurrence that maybe, just maybe, you find yourself trapped in a hot air balloon with no clue how to operate one. It's called science. I, the hot I air. I wouldn't know what to do. The hot air. Yeah, but you heat, just like. Heat rises. That's why. Heat yeah, rises. I get that. I okay, get that. Okay. So you pull the thing and it makes fire. Is that what it does? It makes heat. It makes heat, which makes it go up. Well, how do you make it cool down to go down? You turn it off. And then the heat dissipates. So it just goes down on its own? Yeah, slow? that's that's reason why. that's reason why there's. No, the, but how do some, you steer? You, you, you don't. What if you're gonna hit a fucking tree? You're fucked. That's what you I'm don't. talking about. You There's don't. gotta be there a way. No there is no steer. It's you're taken by the wind. There's no steer. That's what I mean. That's terrifying. You just go wherever. What I think it is most hot air. Like if you go somewhere where it's like, I want to go on a hot air balloon ride. This is what I want to do. I think, and I could be wrong. I think most places, since it's organized, usually it's not just some average redneck Joe off in the wilderness. But like, you want to go on a hot air balloon? And then you just get in there and go. I think what it is is you get in there with somebody who obviously knows what the fuck they're doing. And I think there's a long rope that stays attached to the balloon so it doesn't just go fly off to bumfuck nowhere. So I think, I could be wrong, but I, that's what I think it is. So somebody's down, there are people down the ground that have the hot air balloon. It might be, I'm assuming it's attached to some type of machine, like a winch or something like that, like a big ass winch. And it keeps it. In, like, the general area. So you're always tethered to the ground, is what that's, you're telling me? That's my guess. That's what I, that's what I think. If you're going, if uh, you're, if you're, if you're doing, like, a hot air balloon ride, like, somebody, but now if you're just, like, some dude that's like, I'm gonna travel the world in a hot air balloon, you just fucking go. And wherever the wind takes you, there you go. Like, around the world in 80 days? Yeah. That's, man, I don't know. 
I feel like I want somebody to teach me how to operate this hot well, air balloon. There's a science when it comes to wind, I think. I'm, I don't know this. I've never like studied this. Like a pirate this. ship sail? Like, like pirate ships know. I always wondered this. Like the wind, the wind blows. Yes. But there's a certain way that you move your mast yeah. that you can go with the wind or even against it. Yeah. And it's, what it, I think, like, obviously there's exceptions to every rule and it's, it differs sometimes. But I think for the most part, like the main gusts of wind that we have go in one direction. Like they, it goes around. Like if you ever look at a, a meteorological or a me, meteorological lab, I can't even say that, that word. Yes. That word map of like weather and stuff like that. You never see clouds and storms coming from the east. It always seems to come from the from west. From the west. Over. It never... I, I, think there, I think there's an exception to the rule. There's always yes, a safe rule, but right. like you you almost never see it. Like, for example, we live in western Pennsylvania. Storms, bad storms always come from Ohio. Always, always. come from Ohio. Yeah. It always comes from the always west. Always comes from the west to the east. It never Unless goes. it's like a hurricane that's coming yeah. up or something. It never yeah. goes... It, I don't think it goes north either. I think it always goes south, too. Like you never see, usually. I could be wrong about that, but I, but like if you just look at it, you can guess. Like okay, it's always coming from the west. So I think that's also another way you can kind of guess it. That's the reason why like around the world in eighties might work because it's it's not like random wind just taking you off in directions. It's like you've mapped it out. And it's like it's. Did you ever see the Chipmunk right. Adventure? <clears throat> no. They fucking went on hot air balloons and, and went around the world. It was crazy shit. Fucking Alvin. No, but I'm I'm terrified of hot air balloons. Do you remember the Do you remember Balloon Boy, like ten ten or year, ten ten no. years ago or so? I don't even know what year it was. There was a boy who that happened to him, and the hot air balloon and like the police. It was like all over the national news. It turned out the fucking kid wasn't even in the balloon. His name was Falcon. The boy's name was Falcon. That's an amazing name. And they thought he was in this hot air balloon that like went rogue. And was like the police and like everybody was like trying to like chase it down, and they finally caught up to the balloon after like an incredibly long amount of time. And it turns out the kid wasn't even in it. Yeah, do you remember that story? No, I don't. Oh, I hope some of our listeners remember <coughs> that story. He was the balloon boy. It was like all over the news. Man. It rings it was, a bell, but I don't remember. Yeah, it. it was like it was kind of a so. But I don't ever want that to happen to me. Like I, I feel like this is something that people should honestly be worried about. Like, <laughs> how are you ever gonna accidentally? I don't know, but I mean, I guess in... I guess that makes it an irrational fear. But it's like, yes. why should people be worried about it? It's like you. It's like you need to create a public service announcement. Like, like what? Like take out time on NBC or something like that. Like Wizard, it happened in Wizard you know. of Oz. He climbed into the basket and got away from him, and he left Dorothy behind. <laughs> well, they, that, you know why that did that? They didn't have a rope. So I have some other irrational fears. That okay. that was one I was thinking about. So when I'm in the bathroom, couple a couple to do with the bathroom here, and I gotta pinch off a loaf, and I'm sitting down. In the back of my mind, I'm always worried that there's gonna be a snake that comes out of the toilet hole. I got that same fear sometimes. Yes, like, I know. It, I think everybody has that. I think so, but does it ever happen? I think it has happened before. I think it's happened like. Maybe a couple of times, but I'm always concerned that there's going to be some Scott, kind of It only needs viper. to happen once to somebody when before everybody's like, that can happen? What? There's going to be a snake coming out of my plumbing right up and biting my brown eye. I got another, I got another fear that's very similar to that. Um, same fear sitting on toilets, but a fear of a spider being under there. Spiders, oh, spiders 
I've seen spiders in bowls before they go underneath and stuff like that. Dude, I don't want little. I don't little. want my balls bit. No. Scott, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to have a nice shit and then all of a sudden just, ow fucking yes. no. Yeah. Or like that's another thing. I I like freak out about spiders being in my shoes. Like I leave my shoes by the door. It's it's nice and dark in there. A spider probably wants to crawl in there. I stick my foot in there, bite right onto my big toe, my pinky toe, maybe even. My pinky toe, you. I'm afraid of snakes being in the toilet bowl, Adam. I'm afraid of them coming up through the hole, and coming right at my dick. I am afraid of of a cobra being in my American Standard toilet bowl. I mean, we saw a dick get bit in Snakes on a Plane. He did. <laughs> he it went did right that. for it. He did that in Snakes on a Plane. The fucker came up right through that. <laughs> right. I, I'm afraid of snakes in the toilet. Another thing, if I'm, it always comes back to the bathroom. I feel like the bathroom is a very vulnerable place. Well, it's probably the most vulnerable you're going to ever be in your house. <laughs> like, you're in your safe spot. Like, that is literally like you have your pants are literally down in that in that situation. You get caught with your pants if down. I'm, if I'm in a public restroom, and I'm in a public toilet somewhere, <clears throat> I might have mentioned this before on the show, but I have a fear of like being in these random public places and think, zombies what happens if the zombies, what happens if the zombie apocalypse happens right now? And the zombies are here, they're knocking at the stall door, what can I do? How can I get out of here alive? I have those same thoughts all the time. Just like, not even so much zombies, but just ex- escape plans in general. Yeah. Like, what I'll happens if there's a beast a on the other side? Like those uh, uh, Cloverfield monsters that fell that fell off the big monster. Yeah, like, what if what if they're around there? How's where's my escape plan then? Mm-hmm. Like, horrible, horrible. I don't horrible. care if it's like a critter, like the from the movie Critters. Those little fuckers. I don't care what it is. You got to have a plan. You got to be on your toes at all times. This is Donald Trump's America. There is no telling what kind of situation we're going to be in. Fucking Red Dawn could happen tomorrow. Wolverines. <laughs> Wolverines. <laughs> all right. What else? What else am I afraid of? Um Here's one I'm not afraid of, but Kristen is and she she has a real big fear of escalators. She's very timid. She uses them. Like, if we go to yeah. a department store or whatever at the mall, you have to use an escalator. But she is terrified. And and she, like, has to, like, double checks the, the knot on her shoe. She's afraid her shoelace is going to get caught in the escalator and it's going to chop her fucking leg off. <laughs> Dude, that's horrifying. A little, what happened to a little boy years ago? 20, 20 odd years ago. Yeah. Little boy got stuck on an escalator and it grabbed his shirt and got, like, pulled and got, like, really hurt. Like, he was there for hours. Like, I think his skin got stuck. So like they, he was there for hours, is what I think it is like. It's horrifying. I remember. I remember when I was a kid, I saw that. And ever since then, to this day, I have that thought. I think of that little boy, and it's like, all right, don't get any loose cloths stuck in there. Well, you know what, Jason have Lee's you... Jason Lee's character Brody in the movie Mallrats, he says you need to fear and respect that escalator. He's telling the truth, man. I've never seen it myself, but I've heard people talk about who have seen like the underside of an escalator, like how it actually works and like the gears and all that other stuff. And they, they'll tell you like if you looked at that, you'd be afraid of escalators it's, for the rest of your life. It's alien technology. Like, Let's face there's it. There's no reason that should work and there's no reason why it, it, it does it, but it does. There's certain things <clears throat> that you're not sure how it works 
There's certain things I'm convinced that the aliens gave us this technology. They said, hey, you know, we're just going to give you, you know, if you're on the swing, you know, you're pumping your legs, you're a little kid on, on the swing set, you're going okay. Every once in a while, your, your dad needs to come. Let me give you a little push. Let me help you. Yeah. That's the aliens, okay? They gave us Velcro. Internet. They gave us the internet. They gave us airplanes, probably. They gave us fucking escalators. That is so beyond comprehension. The escalators are alien technology. I've heard this talk about it on a podcast before, and I totally agree with it. Uh, it's, like, super rational to think this. And airplanes. You've been on an airplane before. Yeah. Many times, yeah. I'm sure. Uh-huh. I've been on a few. Um, somebody else had said this. I totally agree with them on the show. There's no reason why airplanes should work. No fucking reason why. Like, it's, like it's, it's, it's the most, it's the dumbest thing in the world. Like, like he literally said, like, this is bullshit. Like, like this whole thing is bullshit. Gravity works. I've seen it. Like, this is bullshit. Like, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be doing it. He's like, we're in a metal tube flying over the ocean. What the fuck am I doing with my life? Like, and I totally agree. It's bullshit. It's, it's bullshit. It shouldn't work, but it does. Do you have any, Jimmy, crazy, irrational fears clowns. or anything? Clowns. Clowns? Clowns. Terrified of clowns. No reason to. Like, do you think they're going to, like, John Wayne Gacy you? Like, <laughs> Maybe. I don't like know. Pennywise? Like, are you going to get raped and murdered by these clowns? Maybe. I don't know. It, it could happen. Who knows? Like, horrifying. Terrifying. Like, there's no reason I should be afraid of clowns. Because I don't really, like, I don't really think that there are that many, like, real serial killers that were dressed as clowns but i think there were enough that it created the thing and not to mention the movie it also created that phobia for a lot of people um yeah clowns are bullshit there's there's they're freaky they're weird there's no reason why they should give any children any type of happiness at all they're molesters <laughs> they're molesters that's what they are fuck fuck clowns fuck them um here's another one i have these dreams all the time and i have kind of a rational fear of it dinosaurs really I'm talking like velociraptors and shit. Like, no way, man. I'd, I'd love that. Like, listen to me. I yeah. played with dinosaurs as a kid. Really? I did. Tell us about that. Mm-hmm. No, listen. Think about this way. Just let me paint a picture. Okay? I can paint a picture with words. I can't paint in real life. Took, took a few classes in college. Not really a good painter, but I can do it with words. You are sitting on a toilet. Okay. Public toilet stall. Okay. Okay. Stall door opens, right there in front of your face. Velociraptor. Am I am I done? Am I opening the door? No, no, no. It just opens. I'm still sitting on You're the. Still I'm sitting, still sitting on the john. Sitting on the with john my, with my draws. <clears throat> yeah, d- down around yeah. the ankles. Yeah, straight up, straight up. What's his name? The lawyer, whatever the fuck it was from. Uh, yeah, Mister Arnold. Mister Arnold. Straight up, Velociraptor staring you. It's right a in Velociraptor. Face. It's not a T-Rex. Velociraptor staring you right in the face. Just think about that. Like he's right here, Scott. I don't mean he's over there. He's right fucking here. Okay? He's right here. And you look at it. And you know what a Velociraptor will do. They eat They eat, They eat. eat creatures alive. They will tear your stomach apart. They will eat your insides while you're still living. You know what's going to happen. Okay? You know the sharp claws, their sharp teeth, what they look like. You know what's going to happen. Tell me that does not terrify the shit out of you. No reason to because there's no Velociraptors that exist today as far as we know. But tell me that doesn't scare the shit out of you. Or... Think of it this way, being stuck in a room that has only one exit. I guess the bathroom has that too, but like stuck in a room. Like a kitchen? Yeah, let's say kitchen. With stainless steel appliances? You can't use anything for what? It's, it's me and my sister. 
Yes. We're crawling on our hands and knees. Yes. And there's several velociraptors. Yes. But I should use a metal spoon to get its attention while I make a break for the freezer. <laughs> I have this thought. Sorry. I, I sit in my break room sometimes at work, and you've seen my break room before. It's not big. It's smaller than this uh, studio recording it. Just imagine being in that room, one end of the room, right at the door, Velociraptor. Velociraptor right at the door. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's horrifying. So here's something else. Here's an idea. I don't know if it would work with a Velociraptor, but I've seen this happen with guard dogs. Can you stick your finger up its asshole? No, no, no. No, Adam. (laughs) You've never heard of that before with dogs? If a dog, they say... What if kind a, of fucking movies are you watching? They say if a dog is attacking you and it like bites you on the arm, you know how dogs, dogs have I those, those jaws? There's not enough yingy on the table. For their, their jaws, when they clamp down on you, you're never going to pry that off. <laughs> like, you never, like jaws, they have an iron grip for the most part, like just where their jaws are. They say if you take your finger, if you can reach it around there, stick it up a dog's asshole, it... <laughs> they're like, what the fuck? And they let you go. And they're like, they, they stop being aggressive and they start being like, what, Do you have like, to buy what the fuck is happening? dinner first or what? I mean, you can't. <laughs> uh, you've already bought it dinner. Okay. It's, it's, got, it's got your arm. All right. That's a real thing. Well, so. no, that's not what I was going to say. Okay. But I'm talking about, like, say there's someplace garden, they've got a fence with barbed wire, and they got a couple Doberman pinchers. Okay. Trained fucking killers. All right. These guard dogs are on point. What do you do? Get a couple raw steaks and throw them <laughs> over to the dog. It works every fucking time. I'm sorry. Maybe it works with a Velociraptor. I don't know. If you had a raw steak with you, throw it in the other corner of the room. Watch that fucker and do its little dinosaur trot over there to eat the fucking steak. And you make a break for it. You would have to have a raw steak with you at all times. Okay. Okay. Imagine it. Same room. Same scenario. Okay. Velociraptor on the other side. you got a raw steak. Okay. You, sh- you wave it in front of him. You're like, ah, you try and get the smell on them, and you throw it to the other side of the room. They look at the steak, and then they look back at you, and they don't move. <laughs> at that point, you're like, fuck. Well, maybe. They want maybe. something alive. They want to hunt. They're hunters. They want something alive. I don't know. I'd, I'd, like, to tr- I'd like to try my look, steak theory. We all saw those movies. Okay? Factually true. Alt facts, I guess you would say. Factually true. Alternative facts. Alternative facts. You can ride Velociraptors. Jesus Christ did, and Chris Pratt. <clears throat> Chris Pratt never actually rode the Velociraptor. Now that I think about it, he never actually rode it. Yeah, but he could. The Velociraptor did ride the the Tyrannosaurus Rex when they were fighting the Indominus. So, <laughs> not only that, in Jurassic Park they did too. Jumped on his motorcycle. Well, they, they, but he, he wasn't riding. He was attacking at the time. I'm talking about like they were working together. Like. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. You're afraid of dinosaurs, huh? Not, not really dinosaurs. It's just the scenario. Yeah. The scenario is what I'm afraid of. Um, I looked up. BuzzFeed. You'll love BuzzFeed. BuzzFeed's yeah. amazing. Okay. Fake they, news. <clears throat> no, that's real news. Okay. Sorry. Kidding me? Donald Trump gets his facts from BuzzFeed all the time. Okay. Anyway, um, 40 weird phobias you may not even know of. You don't even know. Of. I'm not going to go through all 40. That's a lot of phobias. That's a lot of phobias. <laughs> um, Give us the key points. Give us the important ones. Dinner parties. A that's fear a, of dinner parties. That's a, that's a, it's a social event. You know, it's, it's fair, I guess. 
Um, fear the moon. Like the moon and the, the moon, sky. Moon. Like the moon, moon and the like sky. Like Earth's moon. Yes, Earth's moon. Which is a. That's a. I don't know. I'm gonna bounce this off there. That's that's another fear that I thought of. Just the fear of. I'm I'm not an astronaut, Scott. I don't know if you know this. I'm not. That's not a secret career of mine. But imagine, paint another picture for you. <clears throat> you're in space, straight up Martian style. Um, but you're you're in, in a spaceship. You're doing like a walk. You know they do like walks where they go outside the oh. ship. <clears throat> then imagine this: like something happens. Gravity shit. Yeah, yeah, something happens, and you get separated from the ship, and it gets like destroyed or something like that, and you're alone in space, and you're just fucking floating. That would just be horrible. Until I, you run out of oxygen. I heard back during like the space race era, whenever they were, it was like after space race, you know, when people were actually going into space, the Russians, we didn't hear a lot of shit from the Russians. I heard there were Russian astronauts that did get lost in space like that. Really? Like, because they didn't know a lot about it. It was, it was new ground, new territory, new frontier. And some shit would happen or whatever. And there have been like records have come out from then that there were Russians that there are fucking Russian corpses floating around in space right now. I think the cosmonauts, I think they kept like cyanide tablets when they did their spacewalks. So if something happened, you bite down your cyanide tablet and it ends easier. That's than, horrifying. Yeah. I mean, think about it. I mean, how it would be a scary death, but how it wouldn't be painful, really, because you're not. It's not like you're exposed to space instantly and you're suffocating and stuff like that. I mean, you're suffocating, but it's like... You would. You would run out of air. It would be like but drowning. It would but be horrible. Think, what I think it is when it comes to something like that, because you're not inhaling any like water in your lungs, you're not getting that burning feeling. I think what it more is, as you lose oxygen, you'll pass out eventually. You'll get more and tired because you'll be trying to breathe more and more and you'll eventually pass out. And then you'll, you won't be able to breathe anymore. So I don't think it's a... So being not, lost I'm, in space... That's that is a good one. That's a, That's good, a good irrational one. fear. It's super rational because I'm never yeah. going to space. So, hmm. um, here's another one: wet dreams. Afraid it's, of it's having a, wet it's dreams. It's a legitimate phobia. Okay. Fear of wet You've dreams. Had a wet dream. <laughs> um, fear of the number six six six. Oh, there was that horrible movie with Jim Carrey about that number. That's not that. It was uh, number. Uh, it wasn't 666. What was it? It was... Oh, I have this movie. Is I'm sorry about that. 42? You're right. No, the answer... That's... No, Hitchhiker's Guide to Galaxy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it like 1, 2, 3? Um, 1, 8, 7 on a motherfucking cop? <laughs> sorry. Uh, there's so many number movies out there. I can't keep them all straight. 23 is what it was. Oh, Michael Jordan, LeBron James? What's wrong yeah. with 23? It's it's the it's a number of the universe. It's no forty two is a number of the universe. It's a number that controls everything. all your decisions in the universe. Yeah, of that's a bunch of Jim Carrey. <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna say this. That's a that's a that movie's a guilty pleasure of mine. Oh really? It, I'm a big fan of psychological kind of movies, and that's a very psychological mystery movie kind of. And I kind of I'm kind of a I'm kind of a fan of the way they told it. in when he's reading the book that's really like his spoilers <clears throat> that's really like he wrote the book and it's about his old life and it was just like a journal kind of thing um 
I'm a I'm kind of a fan of the way that the noir style, whenever they was reading the book and they would go into like the black and white kind of thing. I was a big fan of that. And it was an interesting it's total bullshit. Total total fucking bullshit. Number twenty three doesn't mean shit. It only means what you want it to mean. But I, I was kind of a fan of it. It's guilty pleasure of mine. <clears throat> I you know what I'm a big fan of? <clears throat> Actors like Jim Carrey and Adam Sandler not doing films that aren't comedies. There, I said it. Jim Carrey, Will Ferrell, Adam Sandler. Well, Yes Man was a good movie. That was a good movie. It wasn't really a comedy. It was. It had comedic elements, but it wasn't a comedy, really. I don't think I ever saw it. Yes Man's... It's the movie with Zoe Deschanel. And it's about... <clears throat> he's a man who doesn't live life... Ever since he got his divorce... Um, he doesn't live life to the fullest. He always says no to life. He doesn't, he doesn't take chances. He doesn't, he doesn't do any of that stuff. Is it like liar, liar? No. (laughs) Cause liar, liar, he can't say lie. I saw that movie. That movie was funny. It was funny. Yeah. But like. This movie wasn't funny. It had comedy in it, but it wasn't like a funny movie. It was more like a rom-com, I guess you would say it was, which I don't really consider rom-coms to be funny movies in that classic sense, but it it was a it was a good watch. He basically goes to this uh seminar or this uh this thing or whatever this dude uh he writes this other this guy like writes self help books or some shit like that. And one of the books he writes like the power of yes or whatever. And his old friend that he used to know years ago dragged him there. And the basically what it is is he doesn't like he figures him out, he doesn't like live life to the fullest. He's always like saying no to life and he challenges him. He said, From now on, you're gonna say yes no matter what what the question is, you're going to say yes. And it leads into like a whole lot of ridiculous situations, but it ends up leading him into a better life. It's a good watch. It's it's kind of a good watch. Yeah, it's not a comedy. It's a, you like rom-coms. I do. You, you, that's you, comedy. Enjoy that. it's, it's not. Uh, yes. It's not. Romantic comedy. The second word in the but, title is a comedy. I don't consider it to be, you know, like the classic comedies you're talking about, like Liar Liar is, an, is a classic comedy. Billy Madison is a... You could call Billy Madison a rom-com, I guess, but, I mean, at that point, like, <clears throat> how many movies have romantic storylines in them where, like, the guy ends up with the girl? They're not all rom-coms, so... Anyway, uh, Fear of the Dutch People. There's oh. Fear of the Dutch. I think Austin Powers would have a field day with Austin that Austin Powers, <laughs> Faja. Faja. There's only two things me? I cannot stand... People who are intolerant of other people's cultures and the Dutch. <laughs> um, we got a fear of garlic. That's a, that's a thing. It's like vampires are, aren't they? It's mentioned it in the description about you must be a vampire if you have this. Um, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of fears on here. Fear of left-handed people. <laughs> so that's a legitimate fear. Fear of flutes. <laughs> People are fucked in the head. Fear of the color purple. The color, not the movie. Not the movie. Not the movie. Beards. That's Fear of beards. Like, there's people that are afraid of beards. I pity that person. Han- awesome. Okay, this is weird. Fear of hands. Everybody so like you, has. So them. like you look at your hands, you're like, ah, ah, like you freak out. Okay. Yeah, there's a lot of. Well, I don't feel so bad about my uh, fear of being trapped in a hot air balloon or snakes coming out of my toilet to bite my ass. I, I got, mine aren't as bad as those ones. Here's one. 
This phobia must be hard to deal with. It is the fear of having, seeing, thinking about an erect penis. That's what it's described. <laughs> Buzzfeed, it's great. Did you ever have like the inopportune boner problem? Oh yeah, all the time. Like you just got a boner at the worst possible minute. You know, you know like, when that happened more often than not? School. Fucking school, man. Especially when you're like an adolescent, you're going through all that pretty shit. I hated math class. Because how often in math class does does a teacher write problems on the board? I, I had this all the time. Right, that we were going. You always we popped were, a boner in math class. Boy, you love numbers. I guess I do. No, what it like? It all it never fails. Anytime you ever have to get up and go walk on the board, the in our inopportune boner. Like it's they. He would write problems up on the math course, letting pick random people. Yeah. And every time, like for whatever reason, my penis is like he's got he's gonna get embarrassed. Let's they do like it now. Hard on dar. Yeah. Like they're, they're, they're bing bing. Adam's got a boner. Adam's got a boner. Yeah. Adam, can you answer number 36 even on the board? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, when you're that age, you just can't control your How'd hormones. you hide it? How'd you hide it? <clears throat> okay. Let's do it. Let's okay. It. What, what was, what was, we're going it? down this rabbit hole. What was, All right. what was the technique? All right. Come on. So... You're sitting at your desk, right? Yeah. So you're you're kind of you're kind of blocked a little bit. If you had to, the top of your underwear, the <laughs> elastic band, you pull it the up waist. and you stick the tip behind the elastic band. So it's up. Yeah. It's you like your shirt. Untuck your it? shirt. Untuck your shirt a little bit. Get it blousey in there. Yeah, you're good to go. Yeah. Good to go. Just just think about like baseball or, or the most the most unerotic thing you can real quick. Yeah, think about grandma. Yeah, think about grandma. Think, think about like a cold, wet, rainy day. And then, something. and then if you get harder, then you got some. Margaret Thatcher then, naked on a cold day. Margaret Thatcher <laughs> naked on a cold day. If you think about grandma and it gets harder, <laughs> you got more problems than having a yeah, having so. an erection in class. I say that's the only real technique I ever found that worked. Only yeah. real technique. Tuck, I heard. Tuck the head up under the elastic band. I mean, what else can you do? Desperate I, times. I heard that some other people used to do this. Stick they, your finger in the bottle and it makes it go away. Dude, that would make it go away for me. <laughs> <laughs> just quick, just ram it up in there real quick and poof, just deflates it like an old balloon. It's like it's like inflatables. And there's there's a part where you blow into it, deflate it. You you take it and you squeeze it, squeeze and then it's the air. Everybody class and looks back at you. What's that smell? No, I heard there was one other technique that people would use. They'd put their hands in their pockets, and you know how your pockets, like, it, it's it's inside your pants? They yeah. would they would hold their dick down, and they would just, like, have it in their pocket like this, and they would reach over, and they would, like, try to maneuver so that their hand... I'm talking... Pocket stu- pool! Yeah, I, I stood up when I was saying it, but they would try to maneuver it so that their dick was, like, where their pocket was, and they hold it down until it goes away if they have to but stand up. But that looks weird. You, like, walk around with your hand in your pocket. Yeah, it looks fucking weird as shit. But, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where it's, like, you gotta make a choice, okay? Do you want to risk looking weird, staring up a little weird, and keep your hand in your pocket? Or do you want to risk everybody finding out and looking super weird by sticking your hand in your pants real quick and, you know, you know, pulling your dick up in your waistband, you know? Yeah. The it, worst? Oh, It's oh. like the ultimate Sophie's choice. <laughs> the ultimate Sophie's choice in regards to boners. <laughs> right. Yeah. But you, like, at the gym, man, sometimes... 
Sometimes you get some really good-looking women in yoga pants on oh, the yeah. Stairmaster, and you're wearing gym shorts. Ain't no <laughs> secrets in gym shorts. Nope. So it's like, oh, what the fuck? I'm just going to stay here's on this bench here's for a what, little bit. Here's what you do. You get down on your back like you're going to do sit-ups real quick, and you get your knees up, okay? That way your knees are up, and you know, you're know you kind of tucked in a little bit, and you, it's hard to tell. Yeah, but you know? if you're, you're there with your buddy or whatever, and they're like, all right, yeah, it's your turn, whatever. I'm like, dude, dude, I need a minute. I'm I'm candid about it though. Like, I'm like I, I got a new work I got a new workout. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna try the abs and then I'm gonna jump into this. Like, let me just get the abs. I'd be like now. I'd be like, bro, just give me a second. I got a rock hard cock right now. I just I just need a few seconds. <laughs> yeah. I did that happened to me at work one time years ago. Really? The same job we used to work at. Like, I I was I was working and and one of my one coworker that was working in the adjacent place he saw me do it. He saw me do it and he's like, you get you got a boner, man. Like, yeah, that mom's pretty hot, didn't she? And I, was, I was so embarrassed about it. I was like, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Desperate times call for desperate measures. And you got to tuck it up under there. Yeah. Well, we it is that time, again, to end the show. We had we had a lot of laughs. We cried a little bit. Told you our fears. We exposed We exposed ourselves in more ways than one. Yes, we we became more vulnerable. Uh, would you eat dog? I don't think you, did you answer that. I, I think I did answer, but I if I remember correctly, I don't know. I don't think I would. Don't think I don't know if I. Dogs? I don't think I'd try. I don't think I could. I, mean, I don't I have. Could, an, I wouldn't be able to look my own dogs in the eye anymore. Yeah, I don't have an irrational fear of eating dog, but I just don't think I would. I think I don't know. All right, I know we said we're gonna end it, but real quick. We played we played a game one time here before, and I can't remember if I asked this question or not, but it kind of is in like the vein of what I just said. Um, remember we played Million Dollars, but the really good Rooster Teeth uh, game that was out there. We yeah, tried yeah, playing yeah, it yeah, on here yeah. a little bit. Um, I said this I said this at work one time, and it was entered like a really good conversation. You get a million dollars, but for like the next five years, every meal that you eat. The animal that was that meal pops in front of you real quick, and you it has to you have to watch it watch you eat itself. <clears throat> so like you eat a burger, the cow that made that burger, burger like the ghost of it, whatever you only you can see it, and it will pop in front of your table, and it'll just stare. Do at you. you hear like Sarah McLaughlin <clears throat> Angel playing while you're while you're eating? You hear that would I be will nice little... remember you. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Would you do it for like the next five years? Um, Every meal. I think I I think I answered this no last time. I can't remember if I asked. Million dollars is a lot of money. Million dollars a lot of money. A lot of money. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I might I might change my answer. I might change my answer now, but anyway. Yeah. I have to a lot of laughs, a lot of lot, a lot of crying, a lot of yeah. tear jerkers. Um You got the five. I did get the five. We I drank two of these bad boys. Nice, two, that's nice all. Two. Yeah, nice two, you know. We get more beer coming up. We got we so do. we got some more beer coming up. Um, Scott, yes, sir. Would you like to tell the people how they can tell us about their fears, where they can let us uh, know what their phobias are? Well, there's there's several different places <clears throat> you can do that. You can send us an email to foryourdistraction at gmail dot com. Let us know what the hell you're scared of. Do you know how to pilot a hot air balloon? Would you eat a dog? 
What do you do when you have a boner at an inopportune time? Let us know. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, you can also get a hold of us on our social media. You can find us on Facebook by searching for your distraction. You can like us on there. We post links to all of our newest shows and we put some fun photos up there. It's a lot of good time, good times. <clears throat> we are also on Twitter. You can search for For Your Distraction on there as well. Find us and follow us. You can tweet us at podcast FYD. You can listen to our show on SoundCloud by searching For Your Distraction. You can subscribe to us on there. Also on iTunes for you Apple people. You can search For Your Distraction, subscribe to us, rate us, and give us a review. Adam, you're on top of that. You throw all of our newest stuff out there. Oh yeah. So, SoundCloud and iTunes. If you want to, if you want to see the backlog, you want to see how it all started. It goes all the way back to episode one. Yeah, we apologize <laughs> for some of our early episodes. We've come a long, long way together. There's a few through the hard times and the yeah, good. There's a few diamonds in the rough on, in, in that in that era. So, yeah, it's it's a good listen sometimes. We are also a member of the. Be Real Podcasting Network. You can head over to Be Real, B-R-E-L Network.com. Um, the site is currently being more updated right now. Under construction. Yeah, I guess you would say it's under construction. There's there's a lot of updates that are happening. Um, We're gonna make Be Real great again. Um, we for anybody who has like a Podbean app, uh, a lot of our shows are gonna be uploaded there now. Um, Right now, I think you have to search Movie Guys Podcast right now, but it should be under Be Real at some point. I got to talk to uh, the man in charge of that, uploading all that stuff. Movie to... Guys Podcast is our sister show. <laughs> yes. Definitely check them out. They're great guys. Basement over there. Condition, Hey, I Like That Game, Underground Hot Pot, a few really good shows on there. So check us out on there. Um, I think, I think, uh, a lot of those shows are also on SoundCloud and iTunes if you want to take a listen to the more recent ones of theirs. But a lot of good shows on there, too. I want to thank, normally you do this one, I want to thank Yangling. Yingy. Yingy. I want to thank Yingling. Beer of the show. Perfect five. Perfect. It's a perfect beer. Perfect tasting. Quenches the thirst. I got that monkey off my back, so... <clears throat> Um, now I'm content. Now we can go. Now we can go wild with the beer of the show. Oh yeah. Well, Adam, I have to stay seated for a while. You can end the show. That's fine. But I got a killer boner right now, and I don't want to stand up yet. Scott, I'm gonna write a math problem on the wall over here. I need you to get up, and I need you to solve that problem. Fuck. <laughs>